what's up there, Geekiverse? This is Trevor here. We're doing a new podcast for Walking Dead fans called The Walking Red. Get it? Because I have a, a red beard. Anyways, oh. we're, here, we're here with uh, Nick Ramirez. Hello. We've been we've already been talking a little bit about um, Walking Dead before you know we started recording. Um, we're going to be talking about the last episode from Sunday, season uh, I almost said season six, season seven premiere. Um, I can't remember what was the name of the episode. Um, I'm I'm you know what I'm drawing a blank honestly. Uh, Oh, man. I you know what? I mean, it didn't matter what the title was. We got some shocking factors in there, and I, I think that's all anyone really remembers. I don't think I don't know a lot of people who remember the episode title. <laughs> I think we just remember who who bit the bullet in that one. Yeah, exactly. So uh, let's get right into it. Uh, like you were talking about some surprising deaths. We got the death of Abraham, which you know, I'm not too. Uh, doesn't really matter that much. Um, oh, the name of the episode: The Day. What was that? <laughs> Um, the day will come when you won't be, which I actually, I thought that was a really nice, you know, it was a very Negan thing to say. It was a very Negan title. It's got a nice bit of poetry, but also a nice bit of bragging in it. So, yeah. Exactly. yeah. So, but anyways, um, like I was saying, uh, Abraham, I was not surprised that he died. I thought that last season, I thought maybe he was going to die um, right towards the end of season six, right at the very actually end of season six. Um, I thought that he was the first one to die, and I guess I was correct. Yeah, he was the odds-on favorite for a lot of people, uh, which is a little surprising because his his death in the comics actually did occur three like three episodes before the season premiere, season finale, except it happened to uh, Denise. Yeah, the nurse. She got the arrow through the eye. That actually is how Abraham went down the comics. I actually think that this um, this death of Abraham in the in the show was a little bit more abraham than getting an arrow through the eye oh absolutely i mean one of the big regrets you know the writers of you know the walking dead comic he, he's brought up that you know he kind of wished he hadn't killed abraham off in the way he did he wanted to see him in a total like war environment and i think giving him this kind of death it really solidified like this guy was a soldier instead of just randomly you know taking a wild shot to the eye he stands his ground he gives off one of his the last of the Abrahamisms that we'll ever hear, you know, <laughs> suck my nuts, and then he, he takes it like a champ. So it was a very appropriate death, I feel. That's one of, like, the things that I'm going to miss a lot from the show is just the weird things that Abraham says. Like, my f- my favorite is um, the one when he's talking to Glenn about, like, making pancakes. Are you making Bisquick or something like that? <laughs> I can't remember the exact, <laughs> exact thing. You know, he had such a colorful way of describing things, you know, <laughs> like really describing Rick as someone who can navigate the streams of, you know, <laughs> I don't know how, how allowed we are to swear in this for editing sakes, but, you know, we'll say the S, the yeah. C's of S of the world. And it was really a traumatic scene when he said that, and it's still like, you know, you can't help but laugh a little bit, but hes it's a very ser- serious scene, so I'm definitely going to miss that about him. Yeah, um, and, you know, uh, the the romance between him and Rosita and also, you know... Him and the, Sasha. Yeah, and him and yeah. Sasha. Um, and actually, I saw something the other day. I think uh, Nerdist was the one that... The video that I was watching. But um, right before he gets... You know, wailed right in the head with Lucille. Um, he kind of gives a little peace sign. I don't know if you saw that anywhere. I, but, I caught um, it. Him and Sasha have that thing where they, 
you know, give a, a peace sign to each other. And that kind of started yeah. last season when they started to have, like, their own romance together. And um, I, I didn't notice it until they had said it. But there was that slight little peace sign that he gave to her. And that's why she started bawling. Yeah, I mean, you know, poor Sasha and, you know, poor Maggie. I mean, between the two of them, they've lost all of their family. We've seen them. I mean, all these characters, they've lost a lot of people in this timeline. But those are two characters that we've seen lose repeatedly everyone they love, everyone they could care about. You know, they've lost their their husbands, essentially. They've lost their fathers. They've lost their brothers. They've lost everyone close to them. Uh, it's it's one of the you know things that I was kind of bothered by with the people they chose for the death was that it really just seems like they just keep dumping on Sasha and Maggie <laughs> yes, and you know there's plenty of misery to go around there's other characters that we can make miserable guys uh, and that, you know I was just like man like really another Sasha's got to suffer more yeah seriously um, but yeah okay so let's move on to uh, the next thing I was going to talk about Negan obviously we've got a little tiny taste of him. At the end of season six, season seven, I think he's going to be a huge player. Um, I mentioned it before um, in my review for the finale of season six, which I ended up, I actually ended up writing it right before the beginning of season seven, just because <laughs> my computer died last year. Um, so I put in there that it was kind of like a, um, a cliffhanger like they did with uh, who got killed by Negan. But anyways, um, Negan, I think he is the one of the best characters to be cast in The Walking Dead. Just because um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, such a great actor, and he's just got that weird... He Like, he's a, a handsome-looking guy, but he's also got that, like, evil look in his eyes. It's, it's weird. Yeah, he always kind of looks... At, you know, like, something about him is just kind of, like, intimidating and unsettling. Yeah, unsettling. But he's... Such he really is. He's a handsome dude. Yeah, and that's the way Negan's portrayed in the comics. From for, I haven't really read a ton of comics, but um, doing reviews for The Walking Dead now for Geekiverse, I kind of um, you know have to delve a little bit into the comics every now and then just yeah. to see what kind of character it is you know in a comic and um, what kind of happens in the comics. I kind of get a little bit of spoilers from that. More context but, uh, too. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, I think. Uh, the way that he has portrayed Negan so far is fantastic. It's like spot on. I absolutely agree. I think he's an excellent choice for Negan. I think he really, you know, he, he kind of charms you while he, you're like horrified by him yeah, in a exactly. lot of ways. Like, and He's like a really likable guy if he didn't just go around and kill people. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, he's honestly the, you know, the one redeeming factor, I think, of the Saviors as villains. Because let's be honest, they have not been the most dangerous crew that we've seen so far. Yeah, but he is dangerous himself. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit before. Um, you don't have a very great <laughs> opinion of the Saviors. Um, I guess as of like season six. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, um, season six was really hyped up with the uh, saviors, really hyped up with Negan. You know, we all knew it was coming. It was pretty heavily pushed and advertised and foreshadowed. And, you know, I'm, I was watching the season finale and I was just like, how are these guys a threat in any way, shape or form? <laughs> Not because, you know, we, we hadn't seen them do anything really dangerous. It was more the fact that they kept referring to their numbers and talking about how there's so many of them and they're so dangerous. And instead what we see is, you know, the first time we see a, a group of them, they're all slaughtered in their sleep. Okay, <laughs> so I can forgive that one. You know, they, the, our, our heroes have the element of surprise. But then they capture Maggie and Carol 
and Maggie and Carol proceed to, you know, massacre just these other guys. We, them, yeah. yeah, we get a pregnant woman and a senior citizen, and they manage to just kill all of them well, with ease. Well, also, um, as for that, Carol is just a complete psycho. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. And, and I really, um, we talked about this also, um, I didn't like the scenes between Morgan and Carol last season. Um, I hope, I, I kind of wrote in my review that, I was hoping that those scenes would kind of be in this season. I think they could have made a whole episode, and I think it kind of would have been a great, um, you know, step into the kingdom, which is gonna, yeah. probably going to be coming up next episode. Yeah, they've been um, heavily advertising Ezekiel and his tiger, so. Yeah, I think that um, I'm really excited to see that tiger. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Um, anyways, I I thought that the, the Carol and Morgan scenes from – uh, the season six finale probably would have been a little bit better as their own episode. Um, that's just kind of my opinion. Yeah. I think the Carol and Morgan dynamic is probably one of my favorites on the show right now because we really have Carol, who's come full circle from a victim at the beginning of the apocalypse to now being one of the most dangerous survivors we've ever seen. And kind of falling again yeah. to a victim because she's like a victim of herself. Yeah. She, she's terrified of she's, herself. She hates yeah. what she is. And then yeah. on the other hand, you have Morgan, who started off as somebody, you know, like in the very beginning with Rick. He kind of knew what he was doing, and then he fell into... Crazy what, Town. Yeah, Crazy Town, kind of where Carol's going right now. Yeah. And then um, he reformed himself into something into something bigger where you see him at in, in like season six right. he's, where he's, he, he doesn't want to kill anybody which is kind of also where Carol's heading but I think throughout uh, season six he's kind of learned his lesson about some people you can't save some people are just evil and I think really they represent the two extremes you know Carol is the kill anyone who might potentially be a threat sometime down the line. Morgan is to save everyone at all costs. And I think really that's what I like about watching the two of them together because it's really about seeing those two extremes meet in the middle to get some sort of civilization, humanity back in this world. Yeah. And that's really what that story is about with the two of them. And that's why I love that story. I think it's got a very deep element to it that I really appreciate seeing. Yeah, and I think that's going to be coming up uh, next episode. So, uh, But, yeah, so let's get back to... Um, our what we thought our predictions were going to be for the people who were going to get killed or what was going to happen, what we thought was going to happen this episode. Because the whole entire summer, you know, I, I've just been sit. I was sitting at home. I was like looking at theories about, oh yeah, well this person was to the right of Rick, and yeah, the, the blood splatter on his face says that you know it could be this person, this person, or this. Every person. fan of The Walking Dead suddenly became a forensic analyst for the police yeah, department. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but so um. Going going for some of those, going through some of those series. Anyways, um, I noticed that a lot of the fan favorites were on the right of Rick, the left of of Negan, and they were the ones who people thought were going to get killed. So basically, basically it was Glenn, um, Daryl, Abraham, and uh, I think Maggie was over there too. And they were, like, the main ones where people were like, oh, man, Negan's, Negan's definitely going to kill, like, yeah. one of these people. I'm certain they're going to kill them because it's logic somehow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, who did you predict? Who, would you, who did you think going into this episode was going to be the, you know, the one to get Lucille? Honestly, I thought it was going to be 
Daryl. And I thought there was only going to be one death, but then I uh, remembered that it was like one of the writers or one of the creators had said that there's they kind of implied that there was going to be more than one death. Jeffrey Dean Morgan actually yeah. said in an interview, the people he kills, he, he yeah, pluralized yeah. it and everyone was like, oh, shh, yes, Pikachu. Yeah, that, that's exactly what it was. Um, so after looking at that, I was like, okay, well, if it's really going to be that, then it's going to be, I think the first person they're going to kill is going to be somebody kind of minor. So I was like, okay, Abraham, you know, he's had a good run. <laughs> he's not, <laughs> he's probably one of my favorite characters. He's not my, my favorite. Um, and I think that he's got a, a decent fan base, but like, he, I don't think he's important, important enough to save. So I think that I thought it was going to be like him or maybe Eugene. Cause I hate Eugene. I hate Eugene so I, much. Eugene's grown on me. He's him and father Gabriel. I feel like they've kind of redeemed themselves from the, you know, the cowardly people that we saw before. I think they've really come around and I've, I've started yeah, to grow father on Gabriel's them. one of those guys where he's grown on me a little bit, but at the same time, I always look back to the beginning of when they came to Alexandria and where he was just a rat. Yeah. He, he was, he was dirty and we or were all hoping like, he'd bite it. Even before that, when they found him, I was yeah. like, I don't, I don't like that guy. <laughs> but yeah. So, um, I thought it was going to be either Abraham or Eugene and then, Glenn, because Glenn, he's just like even in, in the comics when they kill off Glenn, it's such a Glenn way to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sacrificing himself, not necessarily sacrificing himself, but dying for taking the hit for the team. Yeah, for the yeah. team and for Maggie especially. Yeah. I mean, my odds-on favorite was Daryl to get Lucille, mostly because you know, I mean, we all anticipated it was going to be someone. It had to be someone from the season one cast, otherwise it's not going to have the app impact. Yeah, and. I'm I'm at the point now where you know Daryl really doesn't do anything. He's just kind of in the background. He's really he had a great story to him. He's had a great arc. I absolutely love the character. Don't get me wrong, but his story really has come to an end at this point. You know he's, you know we found a he's found a place for himself in civilization, and that was his big struggle was finding a place for himself amongst these people. And now he knows his place. He knows who he is. He's their protector. He's also someone who can you know, go out with Aaron and find others. He can recognize good people. And I thought it was such a great story arc for him, but now it's over. And there's nothing really more to do with the character. And let's, you know, killing off Glenn or, uh, you know, was impactful. It was it was sad. It was tragic. But Glenn had more stories to go for. Yeah, definitely. Especially with, you know, like being a father. Um, I've kind of thought since ever since Maggie kind of started going into pain and like getting sick and stuff like that, um, that she's going to have like a zombie baby. Right. So I thought that maybe um, Negan was going to kill her off just because like after that, they would like show the, the zombie baby or something like that. Yeah. But then I was like, that's way too sick for TV. Well, they also said like they're sticking pretty close to Negan with this and Negan doesn't kill women yeah you know he doesn't kill people who can't defend themselves uh we'll we can talk about the unfortunate implications of negan feeling a woman can't defend herself later <laughs> yeah. that's that's a whole nother thing guys <laughs> we're not saying that's our view that's no that's just the not. view of negan <laughs> and he's a psychopath who's very handsome so <laughs> but uh i know maggie was a favorite too from a lot of theories that were going around they were saying that maggie was going to die because that would be plural her and her baby yeah. And I was just like, what? Yeah, and I didn't think, um, you know, after I had those first thoughts of, oh, yeah, they might do that to Maggie, I was like, wait, th I, would they really, like, think about killing a pregnant lady? I mean, 
they could i could see them killing a pregnant woman i i I honestly could imagine it i just was kind of like that that just it doesn't fit you know um this is negan's big entrance this is negan showing them he is not one to be you know trifled with killing a pregnant woman that only establishes you as you know that that pretty much is going to make them mad yeah and it's going to make them just want to kill you and they're going to find a way to get payback eventually we know that's coming oh yeah exactly killing the pregnant woman is not going to intimidate them you're killing someone who really can't defend herself she's sick she's dying (laughs) or whatever she can't protect herself he needed to take out the biggest baddest one of the bunch and that's why he picked abraham because look at him the guy's a tank the guy's military trained he needed to show i can kill your toughest soldier without any effort oh yeah special guest appearance hey hey josiah (laughs) it's going real good josiah you want to say a few words you want to find if you can find a way to connect this to star wars i will be impressed oh i can't do that (laughs) challenge defeated challenge defeated connect just me being here to star wars I guess I guess we'll go with that stretch. Yeah. Josiah has officially found a way to connect The Walking Dead to Star Wars. I'm impressed. <laughs> it was in his best connection. I've seen better, but <laughs> I wish you guys could see this. Should be rock, walking red because of his face right now. Let, let me let me tell you this. There is a Oktoberfest in the fridge if you want it. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm going to talk about hey, uh, by the way, shameless plug. Go um, check out our YouTube videos. Check out all the rest of our podcasts that we have on SoundCloud and iTunes. Yes. Um, go check out our Facebook. Walking stuff. carpet. Yeah, walking carpet stuff. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, Jim Prussians. Go, go check out Jim Prussians. <laughs> uh, we have a whole bunch of uh, new stuff coming out. So uh, go check out all of our stuff, um, especially like our Facebook and Twitter and all everything. Literally every single article and video we have on any website watch them all one at a time (laughs) soak it in this is your new binge folks (laughs) yeah don't watch netflix you don't need to watch netflix watch you know support the little guy yeah we're we're little guys little guy (laughs) (laughs) we may we may not be little guys in person but I, you're, you're, I don't know. You got a little petiteness to you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. I've been watching. <laughs> I, I can't do it. <laughs> so, um, you know what? We haven't act at all discussed, you know. I mean, we've talked a lot about Abraham's death. Yeah. We haven't talked about Glenn's. And yeah. I think that's the one that really got everyone in the heartstrings. Well, like, I think as far as Daryl's storyline goes, I think he's going to take this to heart so hard. Yeah. Just because... Um, I watched the Talking Dead afterwards, um, and everybody kept saying, oh, yeah, it's all Daryl's fault, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I saw it a lot on Twitter, too, and Facebook. Um, I just think that they're going to add that into the show. He's going to be super depressed about, you know, getting Glenn killed. Because, in in all honesty, I kind of feel like that, too. I kind of feel oh, yeah. like that Daryl should have kept his cool yeah. because it would have gone so much smoother well i mean the you're right i mean it was daryl's fault but the thing is i don't think daryl's mindset i don't think anyone really expected that negan would kill a random member i think they're all figured he's going to kill whoever attacks him and daryl's idea was you know what if i'm going to go down i'm going down fighting that's who daryl is um so i mean i i get where his logic was i get what his thought pattern was and why he would react so viscerally because we've seen that Daryl is the first one to jump to any member of that group's protection. So combined with the fact that he just watched one of his people get beaten to death with the fact that Negan's now taunting the guy's 
for lack of a better term, wife, Sasha, with his death, Daryl's going to step up to protect her, even if he knows he's going to die from it. Yeah. But then, as to your point of this is going to, you know, he's really going to take it to heart, we've seen that already. We saw it with Beth. Yeah. You know, we've seen it with a lot of the characters who've died, actually. You know, he's blamed himself. You know, when uh, Carol's daughter went missing, Sophia, you know, he blamed himself. We've already seen that with Daryl. We've seen most of the stories now with Daryl, and that's why I'm saying, like, I don't feel like his story really has anywhere else to go. We've, we're going to just see a repeat of it. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe he'll get killed on or killed off <laughs> later on in the season. Here's hoping so we can get Boondock Saints three. <laughs> Norman Reedus, come on, man, take one for the team. I would, I honestly, I would want him to die just for Boondock Saints three. Right. And I know that I'm probably gonna <laughs> nobody's gonna listen to this now <laughs> because they're gonna be yeah. like, "Well, you want Daryl to die?" Oh, they're gonna riot at our at our studios now. So <laughs> our secret hidden studios. So <laughs> yes, please, please. Please, please write Boondock Saints 3. Bring it to Buffalo. That'd be so cool. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. I, I'm, I'm down for that. I'm a huge... We should do a Boondock Saints thing one of these. Another time, though, I guess we have to stay kind of on topic, <laughs> right? I mean, we don't have to. We we do have to, but we don't have to. Yeah. I don't care what Joe says. Yeah. He's not the boss of me. He's not listening, right? <laughs> yeah. Please. <laughs> please out of this and, <laughs> and put it out. But, um, uh, yeah, Glenn's death. I. How did you feel? Uh, I... It happened so fast, and um, for a lot of characters in previous seasons, they kind of they kind of had their whole episode dedicated to them, even even if it was kind of like a, a character that kind of joined on. Um, they had like a, a dedicated episode. Um, I kind of feel a little bit sad that he didn't have a dedicated episode. Um, I know, like in season six, when he. Uh, fell off the dumpster, the dumpster. with what, uh, what's his face Can't, I Nicholas. Can't Ooh, Nicholas yeah um, we share a name but not not anything <laughs> else you wouldn't shoot I am the good no I would I me and Glenn would have made it out there together yeah, yeah. and I would have still been wearing my suits <laughs> oh man that would be so awesome a character oh. that's just like so dapper all the time oh I'm just thinking of Barney from how I met your mother in the walking <laughs> dead now yeah. and for some reason he's able to charm the zombies because that's what yeah. he does if you've ever watched the show <laughs> Oh, but yeah, um, I I thought that when they fell off that dumpster, I thought that was going to be the end. I'm glad that they brought him back. Um, it was kind of like a weird twist thing that everybody was kind of angry at them for pretending. And you've had multiple times where Glenn kind of backs himself into a corner or gets trapped. And like they make you think that he's going to die. Even like later on, maybe like uh, four or five episodes later, after the whole dumpster um, scenario, he gets backed up into a wall with all the zombies in Alexandria, and Sasha and Abraham and Rosita shoot all the all the zombies and save them again. There's j- there's been multiple times where I thought, oh yeah, Glenn's gonna die, and you know it. it he was like a cat. Happen. He really was. Yeah. And I think I've heard that before, where um, it was kind of like a theory that Glenn has had eight times where he should have died and he didn't and then this was the ninth and final time where you know you don't have any more lives yeah so they gotta kill him off i mean glenn was my hands down absolute favorite character on the oh, show yeah, absolutely. i um i loved his progression um from being you know the tiny little former pizza boy who could you know safely navigate them and he always kind of stuck to that role of like their scout he was the guy who would check places out but he turned out to be just, you know, I, I've said it before, and I know there's people out there who disagree with me. Feel free to comment on this and tell me I'm wrong. But 
Glenn was really getting to the point where he was as badass as Daryl. Like, it was really like him and Daryl could pretty much lay waste to any threat together because Glenn was not meek or timid anymore. He was strapped. He was ready to go. And we saw that in Alexandria when they, uh, when the Alexandrians, you know, were uh, picking the fight with Glenn after they went on their scouting trip. And Glenn just lays one of them out, and Daryl just jumps on the next one. And it was like, you know, these are pretty much the two most badass characters right now. They've been surviving a lot. Yeah, they were such a team. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's a real shame that they're not going to have that anymore. Um, but I think there's also going to be some awesome characters. I'm excited to see more of Jesus. Yeah. I, mean, it's, I, I love his character. I, Especially yeah. when they introduced him. They, they did the whole Jesus on the cross. <laughs> that was... That was awesome. I, I described him to my wife as uh, Loki in the zombie apocalypse because <laughs> yeah. he's really just this mischievous little trickster guy who <laughs> yeah. he's just surprisingly badass. And yeah, he, I, he was honestly one of my favorite parts of last season. His character is uh, very, very cool. Um, well, uh, we're just about at the 25-minute mark, so let's talk about um, what we think is going to happen for next episode. Yeah. Um, like like I was saying before, I think that it's going to be um, a Morgan and I mean, it, if you see the uh, like the preview for the next episode, that's basically what it's going to be is a Carol and Morgan episode. Um, but I'm so excited! The kingdom is coming. I'm I'm very very excited. I am looking forward to seeing these new communities, these new worlds that are par- new areas that are part of this world. I think that's one of the things that we have lacked so far in the series is really seeing how other colonies and groups have developed into, I mean, we've seen other colonies. We've seen other groups, Terminus, you know, we saw the termites. And these, you know, everyone we've seen has been a vicious or vile leadership. This is really the first time we're going to see the idea of civilizations that can trade with each other and work together to rebuild some sort of civilization. Yeah, and I think that even though this season is going to be super dark, it's also going to be, I had a lot of friends that said, oh yeah you know the walking dead ever since uh season two it's just been getting darker and darker and more violent and blah 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 and it's like well yeah now they have civilization that they need to fight for how did this show get darker though it started out pretty it started out it's, with rick shooting a zombie little girl it's it's, it's literally it's, a show about rotting dead people yeah so like what isn't dark about that? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm more impressed by the fact that, you know, despite this very stark beginning we saw to it, that you're right. Somehow it's actually gotten darker. We it thought has, it was pretty much as dark as it could be. It has gotten a lot darker, but I'm, um, I'm arguing for the fact or for the, the point that you you need to, like, fight for your civilization. You need to fight to keep your hu- humanity. You know what I mean? Um so I think that's that's the point that is getting towards, um, especially now season seven coming along. Um, I don't know if you've seen the theory about the um, decay of the zombies, but um, ever since the CDC episode where they talked about how zombies decay at a slower rate than normal human dead bodies do, um, somebody went online and did kind of like an overall timeline of The Walking Dead and right up to this point a normal human body would obviously be very very decayed but because zombies decay you know not as fast as regular humans um they stretched out a regular human's 
like the K rate. And right about now, they should start to be, you know, decaying to the point where their brain function doesn't, there is zero brain function and they just kind of fall over. So, and, and you kind of see it in the zombie special effects too. Um, we have been seeing, especially last season, zombies where if you push them, your hand kind of falls into their chest or something yeah. like that. And it's starting to get to the point where the zombies are decaying to the point where they're not going to be able to walk anymore. So I think um, because they're starting to introduce all these different civilizations, I think that um, they're going to start fighting each other more because you have all these evil organizations like Negan's Gang, the Saviors, but you also have the Hilltop and Alexandria and the Kingdom and all these other different places that are going to start to trade with each other. And, you know, regular civilization, I think, is going to start coming back. Well, like any civilization, you know, you're going to have your groups that are peaceful and trade and such, but you're going to have the criminal element, yeah. which is pretty much Negan's gang and the Whisperers they've hinted at. You know, these are pretty much your criminal oh, elements. I forgot about the Whisperers. Hey, well, we can do it for next week. They haven't been introduced yet. They've just been hinted at. But I, uh, yeah, I don't know. If have you, are you familiar up. with the whispers? Not super familiar. Um, they're kind of getting into the whispers in the comics, right? Yeah, and it, it's pretty twisted. Yeah, it's very, very it's twisted. Um, for people who don't know who the whispers is, uh, spoiler alert! If you're kind of like reading in, we probably should have said spoiler alert at the beginning of this whole thing. I didn't. I didn't even. We're rebels. It. We do the spoiler warning at the end. Yeah. I I don't know if that actually works logically, but who cares? <laughs> it doesn't at all. Um, the whispers disguise themselves as zombies, hide in giant hordes, and then just murder people. And it's 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 something that I never thought about when The Walking Dead first came out. But it's so cool. I really love how the writers and the creators of The Walking Dead have like just thought of almost everything. Almost everything. They're not quite there, but, you know, just, like, weird, twisted... That's such a weird, twisted thing to do, is just hide in a horde of zombies. At the same time, we've seen it before, though. We've seen it used as a desperation move. We haven't seen people actually choose to live like that, and that's yeah. what's that's what's disturbing, is we've always seen it as something that they would do as a last resort, because they have to get somewhere. And here, we're going to see people who actually choose to live like this and embrace it and... Yeah, that's a little. <laughs> yeah, it, I would. I would not want to live like that. You have to yeah. be super. You have to be more twisted than than Negan almost. Yeah, I, th I mean, I think if I was gonna roll with any of the crews in this in this world that we've seen so far, I would have wanted to stick with the governor until Rick showed up and then, you know, left because you know, hot showers. You know, he had, <laughs> yeah. he, he had all the amenities. <laughs> it was it was a nice place to live, and then he went psychotic. You, know, you got hot showers. You got food. You yeah. you have at least a little bit of civilization. You got. Heads floating in fish tanks. You got you, everything you need. I could still binge watch on my DVDs or Blu-rays, <laughs> you know. I'll, I'll find that season collection of Scrubs and How I Met Your Mother, and I'll be good <laughs> for the apocalypse. <laughs> I would I would totally watch those throughout the whole entire apocalypse. Well, that's what we're all doing. That's the, I'm going to invite all the Geekiverse over. And when the apocalypse hits, we're just going to binge Scrubs and oh, How I Met Your Mother. We'll slip in Star Wars for Josiah's sake. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh... We uh, did our predictions and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, I think I think that's pretty much it. Um, definitely check out. We're I think we're going to be doing this every single week. If not, we'll, uh, you know, watch a couple episodes and then um, we'll do it based off of uh, the way that we view it. Um, but 
thanks guys for uh, listening to our podcast. Um, go ahead, go to thegeekiverse.com. Check out all of our written stuff. Um, I'm doing the um, written uh, reviews for The Walking Dead. So uh, be sure to check those out. Um, check us out on our social media. You know, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is the the underscore Geekiverse. Um, uh, check out our apparel store, Geek Swag. Um, it's the Geekiverse.storeenvy.com. And also check us out on YouTube because that's where we're going to be having like a lot of awesome content as far as videos go. Um, I think we're going to start getting into some sketch. Yeah. We're going to start seeing some funny stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Uh, where can we find you on uh, social media? I'm on Twitter, um, at Trevor underscore White underscore. It's, I'm, I, I need to change it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so I, I know. I, I only ask because I wanted to hear you say it because everyone <laughs> else has fun ones. But you know what? You keep it simple, and that's part of your charm. That's <laughs> yeah. why we love you. You can find me at Dare underscore two underscore geek so anyone who knows me that is a reference to daredevil the greatest superhero in all of comic books you can go ahead and comment <laughs> about that too you can argue with me on it i don't care he could beat batman um what kind of <laughs> stuff are you going to be doing on on the geekiverse as far as like written content and like videos i know you did um a video a couple weeks ago yeah i did uh d the doctor strange preview i got to see a sneak peek of it uh, i'll be doing the doctor strange review and of course i'll have a suggested reading up for that Pretty much, if it's Marvel, you can expect you'll probably see my tag on there. Awesome. Well, for uh, everybody here at the Geekiverse, uh, thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>